Welcome to the Best Science Medicine Podcast, BS without the BS. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the 530th episode of the Best Science Medicine Podcast. My name is James McCormack, and I'm a professor with the Faculty of Pharmaceutical Sciences at the University of British Columbia. I'm Mike Allen. I'm a family doctor and the director of practice support at the College of Family Physicians of Canada. I'm also an adjunct professor at the University of Alberta. And James, I have a resolution to continue doing these podcasts. Oh, my resolution was the opposite of that. So we'll, we'll, we'll see who keeps to their resolution. And if you won't <laughs> be in the middle. But yes. Sam is here to tell us about the viability of any of our resolutions to come to fruition. Yeah. Sam, why don't you introduce <laughs> yourself first? Hi, everybody. Happy New Year. I'm Samantha Moe, and I'm a clinical evidence expert with the College of Family Physicians of Canada. And I was a primary care pharmacist for about 10 years prior to that. And our clinical Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah, our pleasure. It's always fun having you on, on the podcast. And uh, the question that we're going to answer, and this is done, uh, as they say, in the spirit of the holidays. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the question is, what does research say about New Year's resolutions? And uh, you and Adrian did a uh, an, an unbelievably in-depth uh, analysis that you scrutinized with a fine-tooth comb, but you came up with some <laughs> answers, right? <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a fun one to do, for sure. Um, one of the first questions we answered was, what are popular resolutions? Right. And I think the answer to that is probably pretty intuitive to most of us. A lot of people um, wanted to improve their physical health. So for example, exercising was 33% of people who responded to um, this particular questionnaire in this uh, study. Mm -hmm. And then closely followed behind was weight loss by 20%. And then after that was a change in eating habits by 13%, presumably like better eating habits, mm -hmm. and then self-improvement by another 9%. Um, and yeah, there were some really cool resolutions that we also read about. Somebody wanted to watch all the Star Wars movies. Wow. And so Adrian and I were wondering about that one because that was done back in 2015. So I think the first kind of six movies were out yeah. that they still had to enjoy like the next three, which was kind of awesome. And um, yeah, go ahead. No, and, and there've been other ones as well. Yeah, so vowing to never be in a rock band again. I bet there's like a good story behind that one. Because <laughs> my, 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 mine would be the opposite. <laughs> just, you know, just start a rock band. <laughs> and the last one was kind of funny, spending more time with their spouse in the bedroom, which mm -hmm. will leave innocent, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a marginally PG podcast, but, uh, <laughs> you, you, you know, you will let your mind go whichever direction you want, whether that means you know, watching TV or not. <laughs> so Sam, these have a pretty um, tight word count. So I noticed on the list wasn't being a more effective co-host on a podcast. Um, that would, that didn't make the list of getting on here. <laughs> we had to cut it out. It was on the list and it, I made that, uh, but uh, it only works if both people make that uh, resolution. They have to both make the yeah. commitment. But both you know what? Pay. But you yeah. know what's easy. But it's interesting though is that it'd be interesting to see how it's all tied in. Not not the Star Wars or the Rock Band one, but you know when you look at things like you know we're doing it for physical health, better diet. It probably most of it comes to weight loss. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, relatively. Uh, I'm you know I'm I'm sure there's also just just being more physically active, but it's. Uh, most of them are around that sort of a process. Um, 
because I don't well, think they're linked, right? Many, yeah, many people exactly. feel that being fitter also has to do with being carrying less weight exactly. and vice versa. So there's a lot of interplay here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of interesting because when you read some of the older studies, um, smoking used to be a common one that people wanted to get. Right. But when you look at kind of the more current ones, it doesn't come up as often. Yeah. Well, as you, um, we don't have to tell anyone. In fact, uh, you know, we all, there's less people who smoke. I mean, obviously, depending mm-hmm. on what country you're in. But yeah, I mean, it's way less. Uh, yeah. but, but boy, would that ever be a good resolution? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So what else did you guys find? So we also looked at how long do resolutions last? So there was a couple of studies, one small one with 40 participants and another one bigger one with over a thousand. And they reported that a third to maybe a half of participants kept their resolution at one year. And when Adrian and I saw that, we thought, wow, that seems to be pretty high. Mm-hmm. But you have to remember that in these studies, these were like participants who were motivated to sign up for a New Year's resolution study. They self-reported their outcomes and they had really close follow-up like every one to three months. So if the numbers seem slightly inflated, definitely there are certain factors playing in there. Yeah, I would have, I would have um, thought so, especially if you, if you can you imagine if you have to report to someone. So yeah. so they're either either reporting that they are still on it or they're lying. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the, the tricky part about resolutions. But I can imagine if you didn't have to report it to someone, I don't know if it would be quite that high. Uh, maybe I'm just uh, jaded by the knowledge of humans. <laughs> <laughs> There's all sorts of things that go in there, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you want to hear, you want to give people what you think they want to hear. A lot of it is stuff you can't... Um, verify yeah. uh, when you self-report so you can say I'm yeah I think I'm fitter but you know who knows yeah. and it's uh it, it, these are interesting things but they're higher than what I would have thought a third yeah. to a half are keeping up with their resolutions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and another study a cohort of about 200 participants followed them out for two years and about 20 percent maintained their resolutions at two years so those are the kind of numbers that we were seeing in the papers yeah and those people who broke their resolutions, the mean resolution duration, like how long their resolution lasted, was about 42 days, so about six weeks. And I find it fascinating that anyone actually does these studies, but I, you know, it is an interesting question. It is an interesting question, and it's interesting enough that we decided to do a TFP for it. Yeah, and <laughs> so, then a podcast on it. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> so clearly someone cares, or, or at least it's interesting. Well, these are these are such a big deal. Like you hear a lot of people have a resolution every year. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't know if I've ever had one. I I'm resolving to have a resolution Mm. for this year. But what's probably very funny is that it's it's exactly the same resolution every every year, which tells you it doesn't work very well. But uh, (laughs) but yeah, but no, it's you know, it's it's a you know, sometimes, you know, I, I think in general it's a it's a decent thing. We'll maybe get to this at the end, but it's it, w- if it's something that maybe gets people to do something, all the power to them. I think one one little extra. Push. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we know we know around people who are trying to stop smoking. Even if you look at the nicotine replacement products, you know, you're maybe getting one in twenty additional people who stop because of the nicotine replacement thing. So it's not maybe, maybe one in 10, depending on what study you look at, but it's, it's not a lot. So anything we can do to get people to do some of these things, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. What so, else did they find Sam? Yeah. So another question we asked was, are some resolutions more likely to be kept? 
And this was an interesting study. So it was published in Sweden and Adrian actually had to run it through the translator. So hopefully we got it right. <laughs> but it was published in 2015 and they interviewed um, clinic staff in a pediatric clinic um, to see what their resolutions were. And they had similar kind of resolutions like the exercise, the weight loss, the diet. But they found that um, they wanted to know like which resolutions were more likely to be kept. And it turned out to be that resolutions that had good actions behind them. So for example, uplifting your employees were more likely to be kept than um, the other types of resolutions. So um, those good actions, 77% of those resolutions were maintained at 11 months versus 30% at um, with the other resolutions. And those other ones, I know those other ones were sort of the diet exercise ones. Correct. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and I'd say because I think it's probably maybe I maybe I'm wrong on this one. I think it's easier to be good than it is to diet and exercise. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we are. There's your there's your learning point. There's your message. Yeah, <laughs> the day, people. Yeah, it's it's good to be good. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but there's but there's even more stuff about weight loss, right? With scales and stuff. Yeah, so if you want to know whether you should buy a scale to monitor your weight loss resolution, there was um, a small study. So they looked at um, university students who had made resolutions or who had not made resolutions. And of those who wanted to lose weight, so they took that smaller cohort of uh, students and followed them, uh, randomized them to either monitoring with a scale or no monitoring. And they followed them every three weeks for 12 weeks. And they found that those individuals who were monitored gained one pound, but those who did not uh, monitor lost 1.6 pounds. In the end, that didn't turn out to be statistically different, but, um, and I don't know if that's clinically different, but no yeah. difference between the two arms at three months. And actually, Mike, if you remember, we, we talked about this when we were talking about weight loss in, our, in some previous podcasts about, mm -hmm. you know, what to monitor and, and all of that sort of stuff. And it, these, these things are very tricky to know what to do and and it and it very much depends i guess on the the individual just like anything to do with diet you know the, as we've said we said in the diet uh, podcast we said well you know the diet you should uh, be on is the one you can stay on if you're going to be doing it you know that sort of thing so yeah it's interesting whether and and you know you could even hark back on any sort of monitoring you know when you look at monitoring glucose or monitoring whatever it is it, it, it's interesting how it in for some people does make a difference, but for some it doesn't make it, and some in some cases it doesn't help at all. So it's uh, it's not surprising to see this. We yeah. could repeat this study and instead of measuring weight, do displacement in the bathtub. <laughs> but that would be fun. <laughs> it would be it would be fun, and yeah, uh, yeah we get another. Uh, we need fifty two students <laughs> willing <laughs> willing to get. And we could, yeah, we could up the monitoring. Maybe the problem is the monitoring wasn't frequent enough, Sam. This is my special pleading now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Grant to do the other to do the other research, but it's instead we'll use displacement. How much the water comes up? We all have to use the same tub. It's going to get tricky. Yeah, I'm seeing yeah, problems. And and, and, <laughs> and, and and everyone has to be and everyone has to be in it at the same time. So it's a competition. <laughs> it's really tricky to yeah, see yeah. who's displacing hey, what. Yeah. Hey, look what happened when Bob got in. <laughs> but um so uh inevitably people uh, as you've already said are gonna not get not do the resolution they're gonna slip up and so there's some stuff stuff on that as well right 
Yeah, so among those 200 patients that they followed um, for over two years, they found that they measured how many slip-ups they had. And a slip-up was a single event. And I'm just going to read the definition that they had in the study. But it was a reemergence of an unwanted behavior (laughs) that may or may not lead to full relapse. And they didn't really get into specifics, but that was the definition they gave the participants. And the mean number of slip-ups over two years was 14. So if you're going to resolve to do something recognize that there may be slip-ups down the road and that's okay. Which, oh, totally. I mean, that, you know, it, you can, I, you just think about to do with, we know, with smoking or to do with, you know, I you know, resolve to eat less fat or less sugar or either of those two things, which probably don't make any difference anyway. Uh, yeah. But that's, a, that's another topic all in of itself that we'll get to at some point in the podcast. But yeah, I mean, of course you can have slip-ups, so that's okay. Because it's the overall thing, you know, if, if mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think I, so, it, but, but 14, that's, you know, once a month you're having a slip up. Oh, that's over yep. two years. So maybe once over every, two every two, yeah, once every uh, two months. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, and those 14 were among the people who were successful at two years. So. Oh, okay. So that's even a subset of a subset. Yeah. 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 And uh, <laughs> I think the last uh, question that you guys answered was, is a, is an interesting one. It goes against to, to this to what we should or should not be doing for others. <laughs> this so could this go with the goodness resolution too, Sam. This yeah. could go with the, <laughs> yeah. 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 But maybe being good to others by not recommending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this question asked, should I suggest resolutions for other people to follow? So this was a study actually out of McGill, 61 university students, and they asked them what their resolutions were. And they're a little bit different, I guess, because they're university students. So they also talked about health. But they talked about like academic type goals, like studying a certain number of hours per week. They talked about like social goals, like I should call home more or personality goals, like be less judgmental, things like that. So they were kind of cool to read through, kind of funny. Um, But what they found among them were that if you had a resolution that reflected kind of your personal interest or your personal values, you were more likely to stick with them and be, um, I guess, more gritty about them and rather than something you felt compelled to do either by um, an external or an internal pressure. So if it's something that you really kind of held close to your values, then it was something you were more likely to stick to. And and I think, you know, the, when, when you sort of look at this, we, when you, I'm going to give a little bit of advice here, Mike. Okay, awesome for me as an, uh, to do a resolution. Perfect. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying I am pretty sure it's not a good idea for anybody to tell their spouse you could probably you could stand to use lose a little weight. That should be your resolution. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go out on the limb and say that's one of many. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just don't go yeah. there. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's I'm just it's I don't need a study for it. I'm just saying it. I think that would be a bad idea. <laughs> but there you go. We can see if vitamin D helps. We can see if oh, vitamin D. Oh, uh, absolutely. But it, it, it's got to work for something. So maybe it works for that. Maybe it works for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So uh, what was the final? Uh, what was it? There's also some context here, though, right? Yeah. So Canadians, we found one article. It didn't elaborate on much, but it talked about how Canadians do spend about two hundred and fifty dollars per year on failed resolutions. So I suppose we could speculate about what that might be, yeah. but there does seem to be some money lost along yeah. around pro- pro- probably gym memberships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, <laughs> and and then food Weight plans. Or yeah, exactly. Plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. 
And Adrian found this cool systematic review about how we're often told that the time to act is now, but the systematic review could find no studies looking at whether the time to act is actually later. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it, it's, it, I mean, you, whenever I hear these things, I always go right back to, you know, what people do when they're trying to stop smoking. And, you know, the, I, I think the time to act is when you're ready to act. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, writing this down, these are gems. I know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do it when you want to do it. I know. Gotcha. Yeah. But no, there's, but there's actually, you know, I think there's some, you know, evidence around smoking that there's, there's very little reason to, you know, harp on people. You just say, look, when you're ready to stop smoking it, like if you're a healthcare provider, we have some things that might be able to help you. But, you know, if you don't, if you reminders don't, are, reminders are helpful, James. As yeah. You reminders, like reminders. To, yeah. Reminders to do it. But, you know, they have to be ready. Yeah. Otherwise, it's a. I think Evan's pretty clear. It's just a waste of uh, people's times. So, uh, so Sam, what was the what was the the bottom line? What were the key things that yeah. you would say came out of this um, uh, imparted on on uh, our listeners and the tools for practice readers? <laughs> yeah. So I would say that depending on how you define success, you know, maybe up to a third to a half of patients may or people may keep the resolutions, but recognizing that that number comes from studies that are um, supporting people. Um, the average New Year's resolution is kept for 42 days and slip-ups will happen. And the number that comes out from the literature is about 14 times over the two years. If you pick a resolution that has a good action behind it, you may be more successful to follow that resolution. And, um, yeah, a resolution to have no resolution um, could save you some money. But if you want to follow your dreams, then maybe there's no price that you want to attach to that. Excellent. No, that's really good. Um, anything else you want to add, Mike? If not, uh, I'm just trying to figure yeah. out if I can put a price on my dreams. Um, <laughs> my wife has, and it's, it's uh, I don't, how much is a stamp now? Yeah, I thought it was, I, I'm pretty sure it was a buck 72 for you, Mike. Yeah, that's the price of my dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and that's and that's 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 going with inflation. Yeah, that's that's adjusted for inflation. Oh yeah, that yeah, it, it started off a lot less than that. But um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so this I is awesome. yeah, this it's really is cool awesome, stuff. Man. It's it was it, really yeah. it was really cute and good to good to see this kind of thing. I had mentioned it to you guys as a possible one. And I can't remember somebody, I overheard a conversation and whoever I overheard uh, recognized I'm acknowledging you, but I can't remember your name or where. Mm. <laughs> but I overheard a conversation yeah. about, is so, someone saying, is there any uh, research or anything on the success of resolutions? Yeah. And I thought that'd be a good question for us for our holiday one. Yeah. And Mike makes a resolution to try to remember who he talks to. <laughs> who I don't even talk to, who I overhear at a meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's no, it's that terrible. Yeah, no, great yeah. stuff. So, um, uh, I think we'll leave it at that. But we'll also, before we just leave it at that, we'll just wish everyone happy holidays, happy New Year's, and if you are going to do resolutions, I hope you're successful with them. So, uh, I think yeah. we'll leave it at that. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.